0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to an all new episode of Wicked Unscripted, where we have unscripted conversations about some of the most popular reality shows on television. My name is Abigail Adams. I am your host for this podcast. And joining me today, as always, is the lovely Sarah Talks Big Brother. And we are back to talk about Big Brother, specifically Reindeer Games. Whoop
1: whoop. I never thought in a million years I'd say that. Um, I also
0: didn't think I'd be saying I'm enjoying it.
1: What is happening? What? <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't think i'd I'd say that universe is this where if you listen to our last episode covering the finale of big brother where i was like what the fuck are we headed into what is this um and then here we are holy shit this is a million times better than big brother 25 was so
0: oh my god and we have a lot of topics that we're gonna talk about today, including just like comp equity, um, cause that's something that's really big. Um, just in general, the way production is kind of functioning on this show versus Big Brother 25 and other seasons, recent seasons. Um, and then just, I mean, we're just gonna break everything down for you guys um, as we usually do. I mentioned that just because we are actually streaming this live on our Twitter right now. So in case there are people who might be tuning in from that. Um, just welcome and we hope you enjoy the ride. Um, so let's start off by talking a little bit about this cast. Um, we got Cameron back from Big Brother25. I don't think that was necessarily a surprise. Um, there were rumors it could have been Heisum. I didn't think that was really gonna pan out, especially considering the cast we just like that we now know we have. Um whether you thought Cam was a good fit or not for this cast, he was, in my opinion, probably better than Heisum.
1: I mean, okay.
0: Well, more or less because Heisem literally left like week three, and all of these people yeah, are. Yeah, like... I
1: get it. I just, I mean, I don't know. I think
0: I'm not saying I was <laughs> like with the yay. campy
1: Christmassiness of it all. I mean, I think Heisem would have been a great choice. Um, not, I didn't. Yeah. I, I'm not disliking Cam on this. You know, like it, he, I just i thought maybe maybe once he got out of the house he would stop the the daddy
0: phrases
1: once he saw you know the reaction um but uh, you know probably just
0: talked up to haters at that point
1: (laughs) yeah and which i'm not i'm not a hater i was not even a hater during the season he was not my favorite during the season at all um post season he has gained some redemption from me absolutely um but yeah I, I didn't i i don't there's not a single casting choice that i am surprised by or disappointed with
0: yeah i mean it i wasn't quite sure how this was going to pan out um considering the cast they got together um i mean we had literally 3 people from big brother 16 cody josh no excuse me i'm <laughs> not Josh. josh is on the show sorry i looked at josh It was right above him no cody nicole and frankie yeah. um which i just gotta say i don't like that choice in terms of having three people from a single season yeah, their yes. argument is like well nicole won 18 and cody won 22 and then we just have frankie from the old season and it's like that's still three people from one season let's not do that again please yeah you can have so much more variety and I just don't know what their obsession is with season 16
1: I just don't They they do have one I mean for those of you who don't know that is like one of the main seasons that they show to house guests when they are in like sequestered before um, the show actually starts that is one of the main seasons that they give them on DVD Um, to watch I don't know why I mean I do and I I do from a production standpoint I don't know why from a fan base standpoint um i would like them to show older seasons you know people being a little bit more cutthroat playing individual games um that that's kind of the seasons that i feel like we should be promoting especially for the recruits who aren't have very limited exposure to any knowledge of the game going in give them that knowledge set yourself up um but it is what it is uh yeah i i I didn't know Frankie and Cody were so close. I kind
0: of, yeah, I will say I was a little surprised by that myself.
1: Maybe they weren't, maybe, maybe they're not necessarily close. They're just talking like they did a season together and now they're going to work together because of it. And they're kind of playing that up. Um, But I do know it, it was surprising to me. It was surprising to me the way episode one p- panned out. Only because um I do know that Cam was very recently on the Winter circle with Cody and Derek. Um, and they were browing out, man. So I, I was a little shocked at the first episode, but let's let's talk about some of the details of the first episode. Yeah, you don't want to run through the cast at all. Oh, yeah, we can, sure. Oh no, yeah, we don't have I, to know. Sorry, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I like them all. Those are my takes. No, I'm just kidding. Just <laughs> kidding. Um, who else do we got? We got Xavier, fine. Not, yep. It wasn't surprising me. We're gonna have co- a competition show for sure, Xavier. Um His his
0: personality though, and I I love him, but like compared to everybody else, who is just so like very loud and vibrant, minus maybe Cody. <laughs> yeah. Um. Nicole is usually like much more vibrant too. And this season, you can just feel she is just all anxiety. Like I actually, there's a piece of me oh, that really, That's really, not really how feels, it reads
1: to me at all. And maybe it's just because I'm biased, but like it re- very much reads to me she is she's a mom she's very much a mom this is mom nicole and let me tell you as a mom we're fucking tired like all the time guys we're just we're just constantly worried and tired and the body's can, catching up We're. i mean nicole <laughs> cried at the drop of a hat before i mean as a mom it's 20 times worse um so not for her specifically like as a mom no, just so, in general yeah <laughs> Um, Nicole just seems tired. <laughs> she, just...
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I, you know the one
0: comment I will make, and I don't. I hope this doesn't get me in trouble anywhere. It <laughs> probably won't. Um, her fans need to chill.
1: Oh my um, god! Some of we I, even I talk just want to touch on Twitter. I, I just want to
0: touch briefly on what has happened on Twitter because, like, it's kind of r- really why people are like. It's part of the explanation when people are like, well, why don't people like Nicole? It's like it's not even necessarily that people don't like Nicole, it's that especially people don't like Nicole's stands because they are so ruthless as a as a group, but I am not trying to say that every single one is. Yeah, but Nicole like,
1: Frenzel is the Philadelphia Eagles.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to Eagles fans. <laughs> she's
1: she's the Eagles, right? Like, there's no one inherently awful on the Eagles, but Eagle fans are ruthless mm. um intense and and
0: they can sometimes be awesome they can sometimes be incredible but there are others that are just kind of what
1: sarah's doing right now are just kind of taking... <laughs> a little bit too far yeah too far. so what kind of happened... the where we can't even talk about her objectively like we can't even say Nicole did this and this happened without someone reporting our lives for bullying and harassment. Like right. it is. It's insane. Crazy. It's happened multiple times to both of us.
0: And so what recently happened on Twitter is um, right as right before or right as the show was getting started. I can't remember. I think it was right before um, Janelle posted a tweet saying, um, suggesting that production had ghosted Rachel Riley to put, nicole on the show that is just an allegation that is just something she said but it's now gotten to the point where these stands are emailing both of their works and like demanding that they be reprimanded and it's wild like it's it's just like and it's over really literally nothing it's it's just
1: So, I want to talk about some of this like Twitter beef because it played into the episode a little bit, but they were very (laughs) vague. And one of the main questions we keep getting asked on TikTok, but we are just kind of like about talking about it Um, because of past experiences on TikTok. I promise to talk about it here. Um, So, and there's been a few articles posted since then, I think since this episode aired, but you can look this up. They're out there somewhere on Reddit. But I very vividly remember this. Um, During. All Stars season 22. Um post after whatever. Janelle, um there there was some some beef in the house and if we know anything about Nicole Franzel which why she keeps getting cast is that the girl can hold a grudge and she's petty as fuck. Um like she's the level of petty I aspire to be in some ways. Um because like she just she I mean this, like, from the phrase, like, an elephant never forgets. Like, Nicole will never forget how you slighted her. Um, And in season 22, Janelle was trying to save the other Nicole. And in doing that, betrayed Nicole Franzel. And that started the beef where it... Nicole uninvited Janelle to her wedding with Victor. Um... After Janelle's out of the house, she gets the invitation or some information about Nicole's wedding. And she makes a post about totally being okay about being uninvited to a sponsored wedding. And how it made an accusation that majority of Nicole's wedding was paid for by sponsors. And she was expecting all of her guests to pay like $3,000 to fly out for it. Um, and she was getting brand deals out of this wedding. Um, Brittany Hayes chimed in on it. Um, Janelle made a, a something in her post about like, I'm not flying, paying $3,000 to fly your wedding and listen to Cotton Eye Joe. And Brittany Hayes chimed in about, I think it was Eagle Eye Joe. Um, and then Brittany Hayes during this time was also retweeting uh criticisms that Nicole was facing for her treatment of Ian Terry. Now during season twenty two, if you weren't paying attention, this is very long-winded, but I've been like dying to answer this question. And I know you it's guys are dying contact. to hear it.
0: But I also want to add real quick that they had also had beef on Amazing Race that filmed before this yeah. too. So the beef actually, st- I don't even know if it started there. Where's but the beef? There,
1: it got him everywhere, floor,
0: everywhere. All the way. <laughs> so keep going. I just wanted to yeah. throw that in there as well. Yeah,
1: that was compacted in there too. But during All-Star season 22, um, Nicole was on the live feeds and laughing with other house guests about Ian's um, tics and his the things that he does to stem um ian has is on the spectrum um and nicole was like ian's bestie in the house and so this hit even harder she wasn't even like that was her best friend in the house and she was making fun of something it it, in such an awful way um i guess to be like the it girl in the moment i don't know the pick me um but Britney, I don't know if she specifically tweeted, like, made a tweet herself, but she was like liking and retweet retweeting things about this. Um, and so, Brittany kind of sided with Janelle on Twitter. Auntie Nicole, season twenty two of it all. So, in the reindeer episode, reindeer games episode, when they kind of having their hash out moment, when, um. Nicole is saying, like you said things, you shared things on you talked about it on the internet, blah, blah, blah. I I feel just putting all the clues together, yes, that this was Brittany confirming the sponsorship stuff alongside Janelle that Nicole had shared with them.
0: I'm currently under the assumption that whatever we saw on Twitter is what they're discussing. Especially, mm-hmm. I think part of the problem is. If they are not going to give us the full context, all we can do is assume everything. And like, that means like, like we're talking about like the whole package. I mean, and maybe that's what they want us to think, but I'm not sure in this situation that's necessarily the best for Nicole. Um, Like, I feel like it would have been, and this is just my opinion, I feel like it would have been a little fairer to like have certain things, but I do understand rehashing it you know i guess i as i talk it through she also probably doesn't want to rehash some of the ugliness that did really come out of it because twitter got like it was next level ugly yeah. when that happened i yeah. i had to step away for a moment and catch up after a day because i was like yo this is it was intense it was um it was a lot it, it, it was, was a lot, lot and, and people from all sides just kind of coming in and it was just like oh jesus it was a It was a crazy moment. So, that is what's being referenced in the episode that we didn't really get full context on um but we've been
1: dying to answer it and talk about it and pull you guys in because everyone's like what are they talking about and i'm like i remember boo i remember it so it's well we don't it's literally if you tried to post
0: a video about that on tiktok if we tried to post this kind of a uh, recap anyway. on tiktok this would not fly yeah. <laughs> not at all so. oh sorry um and the only other person i think that is really important to know um because we've pretty much run through everybody else um is like uh Danielle. Just so excited to see Danielle back. Um, not going to skate over her too much because I promise we have lots to talk about, especially right away. But before we fully get into episode one, I do just want to like do a quick little recap for people on how this works super quickly. So there are three competitions every that's six. There are three three competitions every episode. Uh starting with the naughty and nice competition where the winner gets a power and gets to give somebody else a disadvantage. Um the jingle bell brawl where um it is decided who gets to pick who goes into the Santas showdown or it decides the Santa showdown one or the other. Um, And then there's santa showdown which uh loser goes home um at the end of everything there will actually be a reindeer games like (laughs) i i thought we were i'm not going to be the first people person saying this but i think we all had the collective thought i thought they were playing reindeer games already
1: (laughs) yeah i don't know but i feel like that's kind of like a gauntlet like the goblet of fire like i don't know but that's like the end all right um, but, like the challenge has the challenge final
0: you know what i mean it's not yeah, like yeah.
1: it's not like you're playing a game to get to the challenge it's like you know what, what I, I still don't have it like it it is whatever because yeah. the kinds of competitions they gave us mm. are absolutely incredible before we get into that we didn't talk on taylor and oh, i yeah. sorry so excited about taylor not oh, just boy. being in the house but being in the house With the level of mutual gameplay respect she deserved, her season. Mm -hmm. Because Taylor was enemy number one unjustifiably, um, was immediately singled out by the women and made enemy number one the second she made her pageant walk across the yard. Um, And I say pageant walk because that she was introduced as a pageant queen and they just ran wild with it. So to see Taylor actually in the house without having to just constantly be on the defense has been such a breath of fresh air. I love her DRs. I love that she's able to be like her, the ice queen sassy self that, you know, she wanted to be in her season. Um, And I love, I love when they come in, she said, "I'm an entertainer, rep- entertainment reporter." I'm like, "Yes, girl, you are. Yes, <laughs> you are."
0: Yeah, and it's Ugh. it's it's definitely fun to watch her in this setting versus the other setting, and it's really interesting to see some of the people that she was in that first setting with be a little ticked off. I am absolutely referencing Daniel Durson. If you Ugh. have seen the meltdown he has been having, it is
1: it is wild like i feel like he needs to be on some list somewhere i just well i just like i don't know just like no some of the tweets are definitely like some kind of fbi watch list level stuff um his obsession (laughs) with her live um yeah. But like
0: it but the, it's just the level like he's like big, this just shows that Big Brother's over literally every like it's it's almost like forcing the counterpoint on every single thing. Like everybody is out here right not everybody. But the majority of people are out here right now saying I am so impressed with reindeer games. I am really enjoying reindeer games. People are not saying they want it to replace the whole game but they're like hey, if you want to bring this back once a year, we're cool with that. And He's like, this is the downfall of Big Brother. And I'm like, why? What's the reasoning behind it? It's just like any anything that people are making a point on that seems to be a popular point just automatically goes against it. And it's just like, but there are some comments I'm not going to. I don't even want to fully address everything. <laughs> I really don't. There's some comments he made about the cookout that I'm just going to leave right there yeah. that I just was like, did you learn nothing from your season? all i gotta say is just that's just it's it's some people learn things from that season and apparently he wasn't one of them and it's just i want to say that i'm surprised but i'm not so we'll leave that there uh but it's just fun to also so to go back to the person we are uh that is making him so mad (laughs) <laughs> in my opinion, I feel like it wouldn't be this mad if Taylor wasn't on there and getting the praise and and doing well. Um, I'm not saying she's playing a perfect game by any means, um, but Taylor's karma has already come around, so it's it's just just mwah, chef's kiss, living for it. Um, however, and this is nothing against her, but we do have this thing in the BB fandom. Where it is a curse to be the first person to enter the house.
1: I mean. And who is. Uh, so. Uh, don't I'm
0: just. We'll still see. We'll see. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And then we. Josh. I was not thrilled. No, it was Taylor. No, no it was Taylor.
1: I know. I know. No, I'm Josh. Went, ba, 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 da, 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 da. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. That's not what I was saying. ADHD moment. I was just popping oh. in my head. Josh. We didn't talk about Josh.
0: Oh yeah, I would I mean we just did a couple we mentioned Josh a little bit. I mentioned him when we were scrolling through, so it's not
1: a huge I deal. I I uh I love him more and more every show I watch him on. I know. I mean
0: I didn't I, I gotta make it clear, I do not like BB nineteen Josh.
1: Um BB nineteen Josh is Rachel Riley's first season to me.
0: But right. Meaning- that's kind
1: of what it is. It's like, are we gonna judge Rachel Riley
0: Currently, based no. But on... what I'm
1: saying is, is that yeah. once you, after multiple seasons, you get to know Rachel Riley, then, right. then going back and watching her first season hits different. I it could does. watch BB19 Josh and enjoy him a lot more now that I know I, I see it. I see the oh, shtick. Totally. I see the big teddy bear, and then I see him reacting to the cards he was dealt. I love this growth of his um but like bb19 josh just seems like the kid version of himself and so like i don't dislike bb19 josh even like
0: (laughs) it's i i just i think i'm not like there are things on there that i still look back and i'm just like oh josh oh so cringe but like i think he also looks back at those moments and has very similar reactions and i think he's grown from those i would like to say based on what i've seen on the shows obviously based on edits that we're getting so uh do have to be (laughs) a little careful because we don't get live feeds for life um but it it, but from what i've seen i'm really thrilled i loved that they brought back the pots and pans one of the comments that durston brought up he was like does everybody not get that he wasn't the original pots and pans i'm like yes we all we we get it we we had the conversation in season 19 like (laughs) it's an old conversation (laughs)
1: If I keep going in and out, I think I'm having some signal issues. So just like if I freeze in a ugly face, I apologize, guys. But <laughs> you're so good.
0: Um, if anything, if there's like something bad in the edit, I can always go back and fix it. I mean, um, it is what it is. So starting off, and I mean, there weren't any other crazy like uh other crazy entrances, um, but I'd just say when Cameron walked in you could tell like i don't know about you but i could just tell the vibe was not there for him because like it was just gonna be either it was a quick like we're warm and we're welcoming or we're not but it's not i feel like any a lot of people who came out of bb25 were probably gonna face the same fate where it's just kind of like we don't know you love you bye <laughs> it's not i don't think it's anything against them um I would have just been so I guess I would have been curious to see if they could have removed that BB25 person and put somebody else in how that would have changed. Um, but I get that they want they want to amp up the season that they just watch and get people remembering and I get it it's just meh um, could just tell that was not going anywhere fast um there are a bunch of alliances that formed pretty quickly couple of them that i'll just throw out there are like we saw frankie and cody that w- they were just super excited to see each other we already talked about that taylor and xavier kind of like linking up um they're trying to work with each other and keep each other's watch each other's backs rather danny and Britt, not necessarily surprised but when it when they're just like doing the you now we gotta go after comp beasts,
1: right Yep, same yep good and it's
0: just like oh everything Uh, it's just
1: the one moment i needed and it's just it gave like (sighs) because of the competitions like i'm excited to talk about the comp yes um the first comp by the way i was screaming at my television because i was like same this is so easy like it was so easy the the pointer finger i was like pointer finger i was like up up on the rooftop, housetop, whatever. And by the way, it is sung two different ways depending on your region. It can be up on the housetop, up on the rooftop. But Because oh I was worried. So do you think they would have accepted either, either answer then? I have no idea. I don't know. Or they would have said like, they would have corrected them if they, like yes you mean rooftop like or we're gonna say it's rooftop we're gonna say it's house top because i would whatever.
0: hate if they got wheel of fortune on that where they would have been like all right say oh, the correct yeah, name yeah. and then they're just like up on the rooftop and then they're like you didn't say it but somebody else said house like by the
1: time they got to clue three then we cut to a dr of cody he's like this competition is hard i was like are you
0: kidding <laughs> okay. me?" I was though, I was gonna save this for later in the episode, but he also in this most recent episode looked at Xavier and he's like, he gotta not use words like cerebral around me. I don't oh. know what that word is. And I'm like, ah yeah. no, I completely
1: that. Oh um God. yeah, I loved it though, because again, it's an equitable comp. Yes. And then we go into then the second comp they had in the first episode was a sabotage comp. Love oh. that yeah, there's a balance beam, but like you're putting envelopes, um, into people's slots and they have to windle, they have to like get those envelopes out across another balance beam to get to the last one, the golden envelope. And so if you just like cram all of your envelopes in a single person slot, then they have a lot more to give. And everyone was going after cam cam was like the number one we're going to get out. And the reasoning everybody was given was like, he's the new guy on the block. Like we've, we've been here for a minute. He's new. He, he just got out of the house. and then after that, they went after Cody. Um, and I, I was, I was loving it because it wasn't overly physical. It was doable, but it was also strategic and social where you're kind of putting people on the spot to see like who they're like, you're, they're having to show their cards. Yep. Um, we love these kinds of competitions. That's why yes. we like the, um, the face-off competition. Yes. Um. And it's because it, they it forces them to kind of show their social cards more. Yeah. And I loved that. And so then I was like, OK, so then we're going to do like an endurance for the final one. No, it was a puzzle, not a survivor puzzle either. We had no obstacle courses. We had no like running from one side of the room to the other. It was here's your bag of pieces. Do the puzzle. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So you are capable of showing this. You are saying that this is entertaining television. So you're agreeing that someone could just stand there stationary in a spot and do a puzzle and it be entertaining. Cool. Wonder where I've heard that before. Oh, my God. It's both satisfying and frustrating at the same time.
0: No, absolutely. Because it's something we've been we being like. Like
1: hardcore, like live feeders, Am people amazing. who are just screaming for this. Like, and we had three equitable comps in the first episode alone. I was like, "What is this?" Because when you tell me this is going to be a show, but there's no live feeds. We're not voting people out. They're not. It's not a. There's no social element. It was just pure. They pure literally
0: said no social element. Uh,
1: like, what do you mean pure? <laughs> Comps. I don't think they said no social element. It's I think specific like word for word. I think in the commercial, it just alluded to this well, was straight up point. gauntlet style comp, big brother competition.
0: It was competition based that it was competition, competition. based. And I'm sitting here
1: mm-hmm. thinking, cool. So like 98% physical comps, too. So then we are just predicting cast based on physic physicality. When they announced the cast, we're like, okay, so X Cameron. Cody, those are your final three. So the get we get through this first episode and I'm like, what is this? Okay, it's got to be a fluke. They're just letting the house guests warm up. They want to make sure that everyone is seen as a threat and, com- and competitor. Nuh-uh. No, so far we're two episodes in and these are the kind of styles comps that we get. And I'm so excited and thrilled for it. But you're giving me, it's a Christmas miracle, but you're giving me everything I wanted And I just, I'm just trying to get in the mentality and the frame of mind to prepare myself for this not being the case in season 26, although it absolutely should be.
0: Oh, totally. I mean, I feel like, I mean, and I'm not saying that like, oh, they didn't want this, but it's just like, (laughs) uh, Big Brother has has, has some living up to do now because they just proved that they can do this. And if we've been screaming from the top of our lungs, do this for the dear love of God, and you're like we can do it on this two-week special how about that it's like mm, 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 mm. we want it for all 12 14 weeks whatever you give us we it shouldn't be that
1: hard the only reasonable explanation i can come up with is that this is a different production team than regular big brother maybe i mean it'd still be the same studio I know, but But I'm saying like the comp designers, right? They're home for the holidays. These are their interns. The set designers, they're home for the holidays. These are like up and coming straight out of the college interns vying for, like, hey, we're gonna give you this little two-week project. It's gotta be someone. It has to be someone different. It's it's literally they like we're
0: like, let's draw out of a hat of old comps and like just throw. I don't know. And I'm not, it's just obviously some of these aren't old comps. Like something. I
1: just I guess I just don't trust production enough to be like, hey we've heard you for the last 10 years. So we're going to give you everything you wanted in this like little nothing burger of a two week special. It has like the only logical explanation I can come up with because of my trust issues.
0: She has trust issues with production. She just cut out for a second, but she will be back momentarily. Um, but I agree with that. And it's just, it is really frustrating. I'll let her have the floor as soon as she comes back. Um, but it is like it's it, it's it's frustrating to know that they can do this you are back keep going
1: i oh stalled. anyway <laughs> i don't it's i don't know what's happening um but it's
0: santa's mad santa doesn't santa's like your mad. opinions he doesn't like your opinions. hey you at know all. what
1: saint nick me too um <laughs> but i and i'm not at the same time like i'm loving this i love this yeah. show But uh, so anyway, I just, I just, my trust issues lead me to believe this has to be different people behind it, but whoever it is, it's working. And I'm only hoping that the positive feedback and that the, the ratings or the, the, whatever they're going to get out of this is, is a proof enough to show this. So I'm, I'm going to be using every social platform I have to like applaud production. Whoever is pulling the strings here, whoever's making these calls, keep doing what you're doing. It's perfection
0: so couple things that might hurt ratings in my opinion mm-hmm. number one of the thing is well one thing is it's not even a couple things i'm just all over the place okay <laughs> couple thoughts um Number one, I have seen that ratings have not been incredible, but I want to say they're kind of on par for what Big Brother usually pulls in anyways. Yeah, I think what's really hard right now is that this is coming on and people are starting a program when so many shows are ending right now and there is. And in, in on top of that, this is already the end of reality television, most seasons in general. Yeah. But reality television has had an inundation of shows because of the writer's strike. Um, and it's not just like these are shows that never exist. Some are shows that never existed before. But like there's shows that got extended. So Big Brother's only coming back right now because it literally went into November. But shows started kind of late and shows had some weird things like Survivor's ending next week. That's gonna get. I mean, survivors ending the day before Reindeer Games ends. I'm not. It, that could be either really, really yeah. good or really, really bad for them, and I'm not really sure. Could be fine, but like I feel like that could have an impact. Yeah. Um. If it's not promoted the right way, then it might be negative. If it's promoted the right way, it could be. I don't know. But you have Amazing Race ending this week. Also, um, the Thursday episodes are gonna be oh no they're on at eight i keep thinking they're on at nine because i was gonna say they're gonna end up competing with house of villains but that's a i'll take that one back but um it competes with shows like um hell's kitchen um there's another show that's on um thursdays that it's just escaping me but like it has competitions on every single week
1: is my thursday (laughs) oh i feel that
0: Um, Oh, yeah. Like, it it competes with... um, There was just a MasterChef uh, finale on Monday that, like, it started on Sunday and they had it on Monday, so they were competing with Fox on that one. If you see me looking, I have a reality television board right there where I keep all my shows. (laughs) Um, Not. TLC has some winners on right now with the current season of 90 Day Fiance, which is having one hell of a tell-all. And then um the the ending uh or I don't know if it's ending or what. I know it's the final season, but Family Chantel, things are heating up on there, so it's got competition. Vanderpump there. had a special
1: last night too. Vanderpump. I don't what days does Vanderpump run? I don't know what the season will be starting in January. Um, oh, I just know exactly. they ran a special last night. So gotcha. they, they did drop as a season 11, episode one. Um, but it was like a special. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people tuned into that. Because this will be like the first full season since uh, Scandival. Yep. So oh, everyone, my God. Oh God everyone's amazing. like, whoop. Every, every every crumb they are dropping, we are picking up. But anyway, like back to oh, Reindeer yeah. Games. Like So, so that's it so the they had like to figure out what this song is based on clues um britney won that um and she had to pick someone right she had yep. to pick so she had to pick somebody to disadvantage and she gave cody the
0: disadvantage cody. which was the extra it's the naughty letter list.
1: you had to put them on the naughty list
0: yep and she put him on the naughty list which was basically just giving him a disadvantage in the next challenge um and that was if i want to remember right it was like one extra envelope or a couple Mm -hmm. extra i can't remember it was extra envelopes in his thing um i i gotta say cody made me laugh because like i don't mean like just like what did he think was going to happen so He's talking about people who are targeting him. And he's like, you know, like, obviously, Nicole's coming after me because I just I started going after her first whatever kind of starting to make excuses. And he's like, but why is Taylor going after me? And it's like, are you? Are you joking
1: or are you for real? Is this a Those ser- of you who don't know, one of the winner circle's favorite topics to drop in at any given moment was how undeserving of a winner Taylor is and that she didn't know how to play the game
0: and like yeah. one of his things that i don't know if he's walked back or not but was literally like playing into the the toxic mindset surrounding pageant women and it's like all of oh, their not just pageant days, it's like
1: those two guys equate um how good you are in the game to competitions yep and we're like no and no not to mention by the way a lot of people don't know this but we have speaking of like frankie and cody and of course Derek, but like the season 16 frankie outperformed cody so people look at cody and they're like "Ooh, comp beast frankie did better in the competitions than cody
0: frankie yeah. was
1: the comp beast of the season
0: wasn't even close and so that's why When people, there are so many people who really like Cody, I'm assuming probably from All-Stars. Yeah. It's like, they're like all surprised. They're like, how? How is he not competing as well against
1: someone like Frankie? It's like, what do you mean? Did you watch it? For the record, like I I I said at the top of this podcast, I, I don't have anything against anyone in this house. I don't dislike anyone that was cast. I don't dislike Cody. I don't agree with him or Derek on their, a lot of their takes from their podcast. Um, I don't agree. Like we have a different idea of what is valuable in the game um, and what as us fans would like to see. Um, I, I enjoyed him on the traders. I really did. I think that he made some like fatal flaws and that's why he didn't perform well i know that that was a very emotional experience for him and i feel for him there um but yeah for him to like just be completely confused as to why taylor wouldn't want to work with him it, it, it's it's a it's a new it's a kind of ignorance where i'm like really are you, you sure about that you and i mean sure I, know about that?
0: Wanna, I know they wouldn't like air the dirty laundry but like at but, like, least he shouldn't have got it. He could have alluded to like I might have some ideas, like, or like there could be yes. something to throw out there to just kind of cover up. But he's genuinely
1: in the dark about it. So yeah. that, that was kind of so yeah, he got the disadvantage. They did the comp. Frankie wins. Um, Cody took a nasty fall off of the balance beam. Um, but Frankie wins God. the 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 male comp. Yep, and his perk for that is that he gets to pick who goes into the Santa showdown um and this this was this was tough for him um for multiple reasons of who he is working with in the house and everything um but yeah he picked um he picked Cam and X yep and um and I think he just picked X cuz X ended up putting an envelope in his slot
0: yeah, I mean, I feel like that is going to be part of Frankie's downfall is like having too many friends in this game because there's going to be somebody he ultimately mm-hmm. upsets. And yeah. I feel like sometimes, like when we're playing like modern Big Brother, it really becomes that where it's like big best friend. And it's like, but like when you are friends with everybody in the house, It's only powerful if you're the only person that has that. Um, But even then it comes with with pitfalls where it's like if you have to make a move in a game like this where you have to make moves you're going to be stuck hurting somebody's feelings one way or the other i'm not saying like turn people turn his back on people um without reason it's just that is the flaw that comes with being so well liked as somebody in the house because it's like somebody's not gonna be happy with you at some point
1: i mean it's true but he does have the advantage of this being like the first night in a competition show he could be very straightforward and um he's like hey you know like everyone wants you to you know you're the newest i have the fewest connections with you and you are the only one that put envelopes in my slot so um it was kind of like a really cut and dry like justification for it yeah him i feel like he just rinsed and repeated his same spiel that didn't save him in 25 like use yeah. me. i'm 100%. enemy number one use me just use me as a, you know a number for you uh use me how you want if i win you can have my decision whatever like he used the same spiel now if anyone already watched if any of these house guests which i feel like a lot of them did watched came in season 25 you would know what a wild card he is you would know that working with him is quite dangerous because in trying to help you he ends up hurting you which like we saw it with riley um and when he was the entire alliance he built at the start of the show yeah (laughs) just personal alliance. he literally goes to
0: izzy and he's just like guess what here you go
1: yeah, so if you, if you watched any of that, even from a casual viewer standpoint, you can very clearly see that Cam is a wild card. He is his own player. He's not like a a loyal, trustworthy Alliance member. Um, so I don't think that that was the pitch that he should have gone with. Um, no. Ultimately, like we saw Cam go night one. Um, I was I was I was excited to see Cam. I wish we would have got him a little bit longer. Because going into this, I was like, well, if we're going to have Cam, I'd like to see Cam compete in equitable comps against a level playing field of competitors.
0: That's I what agree. I wanted to see.
1: I think to, to just balance out to see if like season 25 comps favored him, not in like a cheating production way, but just like. You wanted more a purely physical comp him. to see if yes. he was
0: there. I get yeah. that. Ultimately, yeah. I think we had two cases of poetic justice, and this is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. when we talked about, like, we want equitable comps and how it could change the game, do people, like, I'm not trying to sound, I, I mean this in the kindest way possible. Do you see what we mean now?
1: Yeah. Do you see what because we mean? Because not a single one of these comps was boring. I feel like the male one... Went a, on a little long, and
0: it, it was, yeah, it was boring because they played it too long. It's like they yeah, just had too to do much a quick footage,
1: out. but it was not a boring comp at all. No, um, I feel like we were just watching a lot of the running back and forth, and that was like hearing some kind of repetitive DRs. Um, but other than that, that was really my only critique is that like I was kind of into it by this point, and I felt like we, we just spent too much of that 90 minutes on that particular comp Mm -hmm. Um, but other than that like i feel like all of these have been very exciting comps to watch because they are so equitable we don't know who's going into it i love that i have no idea who could like any one of these people could win any single one of them
0: that's the fun of the show that's what made the show fun back in the day too so that's kind of why it's like it's not even because even if the same side of the house gets HOH every week there hopefully is somebody on the other side of the house that is able to get veto obviously not every week but it's it's, it's the power struggle that we're missing so much of yes on regular seasons and it's obviously we're not asking them to take reindeer games and throw it into big brother long form because there would be lots of issues with that. But that said, I hope they can look at what is going on in these episodes and really take notes: what people like, what people don't like, and then, on top of that, what worked and what didn't. Then maybe I don't know how they can math it out, but math out like what ends up being the best options for them and moving forward with those. Because I think this is a really good opportunity for them to reshape their show. And you know, they just celebrated 25 seasons. Maybe the 20, maybe season 25 did not end. spectacular in a maybe, spectacular t- maybe fashion maybe 26
1: but. to 50 can be this you know let's get back to what what's really fun but you know um, survivor has had dud
0: seasons you know like there was a yeah. stretch where people were like is survivor gonna get canceled this is not this is not great this is not it, not, yeah. and, and, but survivor almost every single time and they've had a couple of those lulls where people are like i'm not sure anymore and every time the show has had found a way to bring itself back and reinvent itself and yeah. get people more invested. So I hope with all my heart that this next year they do that for Big Brother because there's an opportunity here. It's big. I don't
1: I don't trust my brain not to forget this. So I mean, I and this this goes for the second episode comps too. Um what another great part about this show um is we're getting DRs We're getting these conversations, but there are no crazy twists. These house guests are given the rules of this game and they are strategizing and playing the game accordingly. I want to give a great example to I would go on um, record of saying probably the greatest reality television show I have ever seen this year i mean ever but i'm saying it was just this year squid games the challenge squid games the challenge this is the game you're gonna compete and then they just put the camera on these people and let them play the game if you trust your casting process the way you should the way squid games does these players will give you the content you're desperately seeking we do not need you to come in and shake up the game. We do not need you to come in, and this goes for Survivor too. We don't need you to come in and steal votes and separate people into groups every week. We Scream don't, that one from the mountaintops. We Jesus don't need Christ. you to put five immunity idols or a hidden veto somewhere. We don't An amulet need,
0: that, that morphs ten times. We
1: don't need Dire Fest. We don't <laughs> need Dead Week. We don't need these twists. Because you were casting incredibly, right? Season 25 cast, absolutely incredible. But they ended up watching, we, what we ended up seeing was an entire season of the these house guests reacting to twists that were given to them. Yep. These twists were not used to shake up the game. They were the game. And what's great about Reindeer Games is they are just playing this competition that has social element meaning they have to work together. They have to align together. You have to get on people's good side because if they win any kind of power, you want to make sure you're not in their line of sight. And that is like the baseline game of Big Brother. Mm-hmm. If we can get back to that with the, the cast that they've currently been, ca- you know, they, they're casting great. I will say that. We're getting great people that are not overly problematic um and the ones that slip through the cracks they're they're dealing with and accordingly um so if we're looking at old seasons of big brother it was more clean in that way mm-hmm. um mixed with today's more modern cast i think that we you have a recipe for greatness. It is not these alumni. It's not these fan favorites. It's not the vets that are making this special so great so far. It's the clean, pure version of the game we all love that is making it so great. Well,
0: um, I think it's also their great, old, great casting choices all coming oh, together. Absolutely. You know, I'm saying I love their, their cast choice. Oh, no, yeah. of course. I'm
1: saying that you can... If I was watching this with a with all strangers I would still be enjoying right. it because of the equitable comps and they're just letting them play out the structured game. Here are the rules, let's play. And that's what they're doing and I'm I'm enjoying that. I I love the cast. I love these vets. I like seeing these familiar faces back, but I'm saying that if they were to do this with perfect strangers, it would still be as great, I think. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we wouldn't have Britney DRs, though. So. But
0: but that's the thing is maybe <laughs> they can tr- maybe they can look at themselves in a mirror and be like, hey, maybe we need more Britneys. We you need know? more Britneys. Like, and and it's like it doesn't need to be exactly her personality. But God, I think one of my favorite moments, and I I think it could stay in my favorite moments top ten for the entire series here, is when she came out with the naughty stocking. She's like, I have to decide who goes on the naughty list this week and I was like I live for this keep doing it oh my god I just it's I love everything about her it's part of why she she was America's favorite when she was on season 12 um and it's just, but like, give us those kinds of people who are going to give the snark. Like, we live for the snark. Like, that's yes. because we want people to be snarky with us. It's supposed to be being on the joke. Because that's really part of what I, uh, what I makes think makes her That's what made such a fave. That's mm-hmm. what made
1: her so popular. Even with people like you had us who knew Suri from Survivor and Traders and things like that. But then, but just her DRs or, like, the, the viral clip of, of her with the happy birthday and going into the other room <laughs> and, like, <laughs> It like, I feel oh, like God. Ceri's the closest we've gotten to Brittany Hayes DRs in a yes. while. Um, And, and we, we love it. We like someone that's going to be real for us. Not I don't, the shows can't be enough when you're having a whole competition about wedgies. I don't need to like blindside butter beans in the DRs. Like the DRs in no. one place where you like. Get on my level. Talk to me like you're going to talk like you would be talking to me in person. I don't need kitty kitty purr. I need like what the fuck is this? Like that's that's the energy. Like if you need to put a face on for your gang, go do it. But in the DR, like be real with us. Be vulnerable. Yeah. Be like Be on our level where you and I are both acknowledging this this campy shit. We're both acknowledging these people are fake as fuck, and we're both acknowledging that you were trying to get that bag. Like, be on our level in the dr. And I feel like Sere did that. Brittany always does that, and I just could watch endless hours of her in the dr
0: let's go back to episode 2 though um we're going to mm-hmm. probably blow through this one a little bit faster than the first one yeah cuz um, i want to
1: get to that end the ending oh <laughs> uh,
0: it's going to be sweet um so but so just quick recap since we went on a little bit of a tangent so um Karen just left the house Xavier just won his first Santa showdown um and right after that we see a scene of him talking to Frankie and him and them kind of agreeing to not target each other he's kind of already wary i think this is for for foreshadowing something i don't know what it is um but he's like i don't know if this is going to stay honored but for now, we're saying we're not targeting each other. And it's like, mm, curious to see how long this lasts. You're on the clock. <laughs> like, I literally should have started a timer at that moment. <laughs> and like, okay, let's see. Um, but we really quickly go into the naughty and nice comp. Also, side note, really liked that these uh, that they we got the 90-minute extension for this and this upcoming episode. Because I think it is deserving. It feels really yes. nicely. Yes.
1: Um,
0: 2 hours I think ultimately ended up being a little too long um, because like you saw that in the mail comp where it was like all right chop chop we're, we we don't need any more of this we're done. Um but anyways. So not a nice comp. Um this competition was another kind of mental competition. Only physical part was just running to different rooms. Um and in this competition they had to figure out so there's like 20 songs on the memory wall, right? And they had to figure out which one of those songs uh, was not ripped up. In, uh, like had their sheet music ripped up by the carolers. Which song did they want to sing? Um, really corny. Still love the corniness that they are sewing in here while having some really serious good gameplay. I think it's really complimenting each other very nicely oh my god we didn't talk about D- about marshmallow and dj bowie jane i'm just kidding that's what everybody's saying <laughs> i'm that's not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i forgot about that i had to bring that up on the podcast i i had to oh my god that was i don't know it, how they how they got away with that because that looked exactly like marshmallow um Anyways, we'll go back to that. That was just me having an ADHD moment of my own. Um, So I don't know if you have any big notes for this competition. Taylor threw it. She didn't want to have the power. She didn't mind having, obviously, the advantage. It was the the disadvantage that she was worried about giving out. Um, This is kind of something that a lot of people are weighing on their mind. um, This was a tough
1: one. This was a challenging, mental, equitable comp. I'm here for that. Um, I don't know why they left the torn up sheet music all throughout the house for the rest of the day. Uh, <laughs> did you notice that it was in I every did. scene?
0: They're like, we can't. Uh, maybe they aren't going to be entering the house until after, though. And then it's just like in order to like kind of keep everything. I don't know. Maybe I don't they just—they just, were laying around it in strange. every scene, but okay. <laughs> it is really strange. <laughs> um. Ultimately, was it deck the halls? not that it matters but i think it was no that's
1: what britney picked first i and thought she, that's what i thought that's i don't what know Cody i said. i feel i thought that that's what britney britney was first into dr and that's what she she gave the answer to remember. but we know britney didn't win remember. so
0: i don't remember but either way um Cody Cody did end up winning he took the slow and steady approach which surprisingly in this I mean it's good to play that card but it can be really risky in a competition like this so he he lucked out (laughs) he lucked out by doing that because he was what third to last I think the only other people that hadn't rung in before him were Danielle and Xavier and Xavier oh he was another one he's like I don't want this power at all I don't go Cody go take it um so Cody won and the advantage was uh, selecting super teams, which if you've seen me on TikTok, I didn't explain it well at all. But like this is a concept straight up taken out of a children's show. <laughs> like, It's the kids version of Survivor called Endurance. Uh, apparently people said it reminded them of Moolah Beach, too. I haven't seen that one. I think that was a little after. Um but um, And it was basically very similar concept where it's like the winner of a challenge gets to separate everybody who is a competitor into two teams. They get to pick their super team and whoever is left gets to be on the other one. And what's what was always fun about that, and I remembered right away when I heard super teams, is usually the underdogs won. Not every time, but very often the underdogs won. And I was like, ooh, seeing the foreshadowing in the edit. I was like, oh! <gasps> Is that what we're getting? And sure enough, that is exactly what yeah. we got. And it was beautiful, P- brilliantly edited. The story really sold there. I was yeah, Cody, I think I can't read it Cody picked all the
1: comp beasts plus uh Nicole, you know, to for the cerebral. <laughs> for the cerebral Um, uh, but n- m- but Nicole was considered a comp beast. Uh she was yeah. very she's always performed very well in competitions. Um, but that left Josh, uh, Brittany, Taylor, and Danielle on the other side. And as Brittany said, they're a team of losers, they're oh the losers' team, the, the team expendable of- loser half of the house. <laughs> a little did Cody know that they were going into another equitable, not overly physical comp um and the balance there was the 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 scales kind of uh balancing where they had these christmas trees now the christmas tree was on a teeter too but they had to balance each of the branches their ornaments and they went up from small to large and josh was very good at like taking charge of this team in the beginning he's like okay we need to think like arm span here and then sorted everyone to what like would be the easiest for them um and yeah cody's team was struggling through this and it was very very exciting to watch but even though they were struggling it it did like we were neck and neck the whole time this wasn't a steamroll either side and i loved that
0: well it wound up being a, well i wouldn't say it's necessarily steamroll but they got their asses kicked
1: they got I their mean, asses
0: well, it, they yes got, and no because
1: Yeah, they still had two left, but I think Frankie was just finishing up his. So at any point, I said two people got lapped. Like, so So they were on their last tree. Josh was struggling. Frankie was on his on the other side. And at any point, Frankie could have finished and Cody could have come and taken that, you know? So, like, what I mean by like neck and neck is that, like, we didn't know until we knew because it's one of those things where, like, josh's tree comes down and it takes him forever to and it did a couple times so like kind of like those stacking pieces comps like it at any point like it looks like somebody's when they could be out in just a second um so it was exciting it was very exciting Um,
0: i only said they got their asses kicked because nicole got lapped by britney she got she not only really got lapped by britney so what happened was taylor had a disadvantage which ultimately was a disadvantage for the team i'm gonna say i'm not sure if i liked that i think that could take a little tweaking because like why give one person a disadvantage if it's going to be for the whole team but i digress um so part of that was she had to like build a little small tree before they could keep going and doing that um kind of similar if you watch the amazing race kind of how they do the speed bumps um like um, actually almost exactly the same um but so after that uh britney gets up and she starts and she then laps nicole who is the first person out there <laughs> it's brutal um and then they eventually caught up but then taylor lapped xavier <laughs> so <laughs> it was just brutal they did end up catching up but it was just like watching the underdog's have this level of success. I think that's why I saw it as such an ass-kicking, because I'm just like, damn. Damn. Two people got lapped. Your strong people can't carry you through another challenge. Um, I just think it doesn't mean that strong people can't play a strong Big Brother game. I just think it's I enjoy seeing the fact that like, you don't have to be a strong person to be successful. And that has been very much what we've seen on Big Brother for the last I don't know how many years, which has been really frustrating. Um, so other than that, I don't think there was anything super crazy. The editing in this, they've gone with like what Survivor's been doing, where it's like the more like uh, dramatic edit where they're just like doing the slow-mos of them running and doing things. Yeah, like- you know, I don't hate it. Um, they did that with kind of the the balancing when Josh lost all of his tree. And that was a good dramatic moment. Really loved that moment.
1: Yeah. The editing's <laughs> been great. Um, again, it feels like a completely different team's behind it. Behind I know. It. Um, <laughs> what do we know? And then the Santa Showdown. So with winning, how did they she picked? They all collectively got to pick? Yes they all collectively did i think taylor just delivered the news right yep and
0: it's all yeah. it ultimately was they knew this is a short game they need to get the the, the big guns because eventually there will be a physical challenge that is going to favor them and getting yeah. out those big guns when they're also all i mean so the people that were eligible were cody xavier frankie and nicole i mean all of them also are pretty smart so that's the hard thing is like you want to get those multi-threat it, it players was
1: it was three people facing off and that was yep. e- even like i i liked that it's not like the same rinse and pe- repeat yep. so like cody's advantage was different than nicole's advantage and like everything's kind of different so going into the santa showdown three of the four teammates will be competing basically the the losing team the winning team had to um pick which one of those teammates to save from Santa Showdown. And Nicole made a very decent pitch. She's like, take out one, I mean, you take me out, then like, if you're no matter what, you're getting rid of a strong, competitive guy.
0: Exactly. And I think that was the smartest move they could make with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that is the choice they made. It made for a really entertaining competition, too. Like, I was on the edge of my seat for the entire thing. Um, and this competition was kind of similar to the one before. Maybe it's just because I see words in my brain, and my brain just is weird. Uh, um, it so it oh had gosh, um, these breezes. <laughs> uh, so this one, this competition, um, there were five kids that they had to shop for basically at Santa's workshop, and each of these kids had a list. That had very specific things. I like this. I don't like this. I want this. I don't want this. Um, and they had to go into the shop. And go find the specific I need something with
1: legs. Matches. But no tail.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Well and that one ended up being um, a telescope. Which was telescope. really good. I really liked that. Um, a little bit of a riddle in there. Instead of just being like I want a toy. You know. Got them yeah. really thinking. So I, I really liked how this one was designed.
1: Yeah it was a great um,
0: and, and again, it really, ultimately, the more cerebral people ended up winning. <laughs> Cody struggled. He yeah. was not getting it. Not that he didn't, he wasn't super far behind Frankie and Xavier, but he was not even close. Like, it, from what it seemed like, it was one, two, pretty quickly. Like, Xavier hit the button, and I guess probably 90 seconds max, Frankie hit his button, too. Um, could just be the edit, but based on what I saw, yeah, seemed pretty close. Um, so okay, did-
1: how are, do we have like a bingo card of like who out of everybody's left? Who has Frankie not jumped up on?
0: I, I was literally having the same. <laughs> we should go back and just start marking it off and see how long it takes for him to like jump up on everybody. Card. The only person he can't do it to is Brittany. I think. Yeah. It's just too small. Can you imagine him? jumping? Danielle. Up? <laughs> oh it was good so yeah um had an emotional moment with frankie and cody um you know i felt i felt horrible you could see it on cody's face dude he's had a rough rough year he, he has broken
1: he he has but we'll, we'll say this oh, like horrible. we did not touch on so when someone leaves the house they get to pick oh, a yes. present from underneath the tree cam there's good prizes and then there's like just not so great and cam won the jelly of the month club which by the way i would be all about i love my jams and jellies you're going loves because it's gifts. a quirky gift but
0: i think that's fun send me I a jelly that. of the
1: month club gift I'm, i'd be here for it <laughs> um and then but cody got cody got a fruitcake
0: There's a bunch of fruitcakes under there, apparently. Apparently, it's like, I don't know if there's how many. It could just be like one or two. It could also be like half of the prizes
1: are fruitcakes. But what was it that Frankie said? Like, oh, now you have two fruitcakes. Yep. Yep. And then he jumped in his arms again. He's like, two (laughs) fruitcakes. I think Frankie celebrated a little hard, got caught up in the moment, wasn't reading the room very well. But like, I love that about him.
0: I was gonna say, I think that is also a little Frankie, but like, but it's also not that he like. If you know Frankie, you know it's not malicious. That he's not trying to hurt your feelings. He is just. I can't contain myself. Like, uh, what was the character? I don't know if she had a name, but like they used to have bring her out at Christmas time. It was the Kristen Wig character on on. snl and she's like i'm so excited it's a surprise and it, like that's like the like the level of excitement that like her character was excited to tell people like she's having a baby it felt like that's the level of energy he was bringing to this where he was just like ah it, it i mean i don't think he has and i mean this is the kindest way because i don't know if i do i think you see on the podcast here i don't have very many levels i'm at a one a five or a ten. <laughs> I think that's mm-hmm. kind of the same for him. Where it's like you're either you're either chill, you are low affect, or you are just sky high. <laughs> um it, it's he is really and he's been really entertaining to watch. Um I, I wish they would give him some more natural um DRs. I feel like some of the DRs. And maybe it's just him though. I mean it really could just be him just like trying to be campy because that is who he is it feels like some of his drs are a little more not as natural as others but it also could just be him just trying to put on a show and i don't judge that at all because if that's what he wants to do by all means we're here to be entertained so (laughs) i won't complain about that um so a couple questions and then we're gonna wrap up who is your favorite player so far or play yours, mm-hmm. but if you're gonna say play yours, you can only have two, so you only Brittany. get two people. Brittany. <laughs> so my number one is Brittany, but mm-hmm. I have a close second. Okay. So I don't think this person will necessarily always stay there, but for now, it's Josh. I am oh my
1: god, that was gonna be my second. Loving
0: Josh right now. <laughs> and Danielle yes. is the one, just so you guys know, she is yes. my very, very close third. She just hasn't had the opportunity to have, and she she's she going will. to she will so that's why i'm like i don't know where that'll sit down the line but i have been
1: but yeah. yeah josh is my loving, number two taylor's my number three.
0: husband so i mean really taylor has been given like it's the those are the top four for me and yeah. they have just like taylor's really close behind for me for danielle it's just i got i'm so ready for the danielle drama i, I know I'm it's here coming
1: you're for, for team loser
0: okay. <sighs> I, love it. I love it oh it's so true i didn't even think about it sorry sorry friends and also sorry (laughs) i love i oh that's those are the people that i've really grown to enjoy the most on this show but i've enjoyed everybody so far um do you have
1: a winner pick no and i love that i love that i have no fucking idea because of how diverse these comps have been so
0: do you want to throw out any guesses
1: no i don't judge i wanted to give you the platform
0: to. um if I could guess, I think I I mentioned this on our live, so that's why I'll mention it here, our TikTok live the other night. The I'm not saying I'm sold on it, but I could absolutely see Josh winning based on the social media he's been posting after the show. Yeah. He also yeah. does a lot of like, oh, I just got off this show and it's been so great. But like, it's just some of the stuff just, I'm just saying, it seems like he at least went far. So I don't know. That would be currently who I would see being the winner, but I am not... I wouldn't if you were asking me to put money on it I would not no you couldn't get me to do anything at that point I'd be on Sarah's side and have no winner pick I have nothing official um so any other general thoughts before we
1: wrap up nope it's time to go watch survivor (laughs)
0: oh my god literally we got this done with two minutes to spare good night everybody that (laughs) wraps up this episode of wicked unscripted if you like what you hear don't forget to uh, subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. Uh, we are also regularly posting on TikTok. Follow our accounts. It's Abigail Adams, Sarah Talks Big Brother, and Wicked Unscripted. Uh, we always post updates on our personal accounts. We're doing better with getting stuff up on our podcast page. The last couple weeks have just been
1: insane. It's so. the holidays. This is supposed to be our off season, and then we we're, both got sick. Like we are, are literally just, the grace we deserve.
0: We're dying. We're dying. Okay. <laughs> we're having fun while we're dying. <laughs> But anyways, if you guys want to ask uh, a question, if you want to share your thoughts, leave us a tip, email the podcast at wickedunscriptedpodpod at gmail.com. For more, it is down here if you are looking at the visual version. But again, that is wickedunscriptedpodpod at gmail.com. We're always looking for fresh and diverse voices to join the conversation. And with that, we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. We're going to go watch Survivor. Bye.